Hey everybody that's watching, uh, I'm Zach and this is Travis. I'll let him introduce himself here in a second, but basically we are two people who grew up um, in Ohio skating and um, learned some stuff from skating. We're gonna talk a little bit about that in our lives and where it's led us to now. So Travis, wanna tell us who you are? Yeah, so uh, my name is Travis. Uh, I reside in, uh, in Maryland now, I have for 10 years. and. Uh, I used to skate in the Midwest uh, where I grew up uh, for, skated there for about 15 years. Um, and I just kind of, I, it's a funny story in fact that I, uh, that skating uh, got me into cycling. Um, and now it has kind of come full circle where I have slowly started to get back into skating again. So uh, it's, it's a new adventure that I'm really excited about and yeah here we are yeah that's and that's why you know um it seems like skating's a little bit back on the rise and I don't know if it's that skating's back on the rise or that people being home um it allows them more time to do their hobbies that they forgot about or maybe it's nostalgia I don't know what do you think why is it coming back you know, uh, I, I do think that it's, it's a combination and, you know, it, now that we're all kind of in our thirties, I think people are looking for ways to get out and be active. I do think that the pandemic was a little extra a push, you know, in that regard. And we all used to skate all the time Now we can easily watch all of these skate videos, watch these interviews. And I think think for a lot of us it has just kind of reignited you know that outlet that we all used to share and we're like hey you know what we used to do this we're in our 30s now I think I still got it let's give it a try and yeah. and, and you know and, and it's uh it's it's exciting so yeah cool well I'm gonna take you back down memory lane real quick okay so I want you can you tell me or remember what was your favorite skating moment in your life experience? Wow. Uh, favorite skating moment. You know, I, what comes to my mind is back when we really started becoming serious about filming and making videos and we knew that pros were out there and you know, they had uh, at Ohio Surf and Skate, I remember Omar Wysong and John Elliott were there. And it was kind of like this moment where I was like, oh my gosh, these are real guys. We're about to meet them. We're going to skate with them. And, and it was kind of like a catalyst for our little, you know, skate careers, taking it to the next level where it's like, yo, it is go time. You know, let's, let's do this. So that that's one of my fond memories i remember we were all kind of just awestruck you know and yeah. funny enough 10 years later you know we ended up skating with some of those guys either out in california or we were involved in some way yeah. but that early exposure uh was really cool as yeah. as a young as a kid teenager so yeah the way i remember it is um you really were kind of the person who built the skate scene because you were the first person I remember you moved into the neighborhood where I lived and like you asked me if I had rollerblades and I think I had some like really cheap like crappy one I was like yeah yeah, so but, um, I. <laughs> then 
you you got a pair of rollerblade squashes and um yeah you would like i just remember like hitting little curbs in this in the um driveway like yes we would throw like um tables there was for some reason we had tables in my garage we'd like put them up as ramps um and then we then we went to the fairgrounds and we like literally destroyed property on the fairgrounds to build ramps and like do whatever we We had that little mini skate park yeah yeah Yeah. so what was it that got you um initially deciding that you wanted to put on rollerblades or whatever what started that you know uh i i think in some ways we all and i and i you know i kind of think i can speak for all of us we had like an excess of energy that we had to spend on something and uh you know rollerblading was uh was something we had access to and we all kind of became friends and we all shared that in common you know and again it was new and exciting and we used all those little inventive ways to make it really fun even though we live in this real small midwest town yeah and um and it took off i think once we became friends and and with isaac and we all had blades and you know and we started building ramps and and that was it it was just like this is something we all can do it's fun and it and it never stopped you know essentially so yeah um tell me just as i again i'm trying to go through the timeline and story um what kind of an impact do you think it had on us meeting josh metz when he moved into town well again and it's funny because i was thinking about this earlier and it's similar in the in the experience at Ohio Surf and Skate, meeting Josh, he was kind of like this like celebrity skater that we heard about in around town, and we and you know we heard stories about him doing this, maybe where is this guy from? He was kind of a mysterious figure, yeah. and then here he comes, and I can remember it like yesterday, him skating towards us at the welfare ledge, and we we're like, oh my god, that's him, and like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I think he flew up and did one of those crazy, like, true topsoles where, like, you know, his legs are moving one way and his body's moving like yeah. <laughs> her face. But, but meeting Josh was a big deal. And I remember for me, I was like, this is an older, an older guy and one of my first older friends who had a car and who was, who was better than me. I could, like, learn from him. And, uh, and he wanted to skate with us and it was like really, really exciting. And that again, having that friendship and, and, you know, his ability to take us places as well and kind of put a middle finger to authority. And we're like, whoa, like you cannot follow rules and like kind of do what you want. Like all of it was exciting meeting Josh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that too. Like, cause he was hitting handrails and like we'd go to the the Wilmington College and he'd like grind you know soul grind the Herman Court rail or like um I think the story that we were told I think was the way I remember um the first I heard of Josh was from John Cropper um skateboarder and John said that he had hit the Christico rail in town and I was like what is this guy like a professional like what's going on Um, but that's and then yeah I remember you know meeting Josh and riding around in his car like listening to dmx and you know yeah it was like a whole new exposure right yeah 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 um as it went on 
I remember like Rouge got involved and started skating. Um, I think he, he kicked it off with his, his roller balls, right? That had like massive yeah. soul, soul plates. <laughs> yeah, they, they were really uh, interesting roller blades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the roller balls. Yeah. And then I can't remember, did we start going to like, then we started going to the Middletown skate park, right? Um, yeah, so Middletown, we kind of knew it was being built, and it was, I remember, then again, there was kind of that progression of us starting to skate together, and we knew the skate park was being built. Uh, Brenda worked in Middletown at the time, and uh, yeah, that was, that was like the next, the next phase was going yeah. to the Middletown skate park. Yeah, I, I remember going and like, you know, we'd see people there like uh there's that guy's name was steve i think but he was just like he would like do these huge 360s over the pyramid and they'd all hit the hand like the little rail there and like really yeah. starting to realize like there's other people like this is a culture and it's a bigger thing but also like being exposed to more people like josh who were just like really good um right yeah right Be yeah. seeing seeing stuff that we saw in terms of like people doing 540s down stair sets and grinding handrails. We only saw that in skate videos and we weren't good enough at the time. And now all of a sudden we see it in real life. Here's Josh, you know, these guys at the skate park. I remember telling my dad, like, dad, I saw this guy do a grind that I'm not going to be able to do for like six more months. You know what I mean? It was just like <laughs> this huge deal seeing this stuff. So yeah, it went from almost like a fantasy seeing it in the movies to like, this is something that's real and here's the guys doing it you know in front yeah. of us i remember like i think you had a box magazine um and i like yeah. i can like distinctly remember this conversation it was when we were still like skating the uh, bicycle rack at holmes elementary and mm -hmm. there was like a picture of a guy and it said he was doing a topsoil and i remember us like debating forever like what is a topsoil like yeah. what does it mean what's the difference like because we had yeah. we had no idea we had no idea and I it's so like even having this conversation it's sparking memories I remember thinking that it was just when you did a soul grind like on top of something yeah. and I remember like jumping up and being like top soul like yeah. saying it to myself and I was just like <laughs> doing a little yeah. stall on a curb or something yeah it literally um to this day skating threw me off because seeing that top soul like and I was trying to figure it out like because I would do soul grinds on my right foot but I thought a top sole was like you had to do it with your left foot coming the same way. So I, to this day, sole grind on my right foot and top sole on my left foot. Really? Yeah. That's, in, that's so interesting. You, yeah. So you thought that was the only way it could be done. Yeah. 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 That is so interesting. How mm -hmm. big of a role did Brink play in <laughs> skating for you coming up? Oh, huge. Um, Brink, I know for me, and it's funny thinking about it, like I growing up in Ohio, like I knew that I originally came from California and I had that, you know, beginning in my mind. And then I saw Brink was this like cool California rollerblader. And I was like, yo, I'm that guy, or like, I want to <laughs> be that dude. And um, but again, it was like accessible to see someone, you know, a movie about something you're into as well. Um, kind of mainstream it was really really cool yeah. so like it was like super relatable for me to see this 
kind of cool guy, you know, ripping it up and going to these skate competitions. And um, it was like so inspiring. I remember it. I mean, even thinking about it now, I want to watch it and then go, go rollerblades. So it's on Disney plus you can stream it now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. It's all out there again. We can watch all of our old skate videos and, and it's amazing. So, yeah. So Mm -hmm. going back through the timeline, um, I remember, you know, we met Josh, we started going to the Middletown Park and all that stuff. And then um, Tyler Grove started skating with us. And I remember skating with Tyler and just thinking like, he was like a madman. Like he just, exactly. yeah, like he would do anything, um, like literally zero fear and be like, oh, here's this. Like, I remember we came up with like the leap of faith thing when Brian Shima and John Elliott like didn't cut their hair or whatever. And we had it that gap like off the porch and we're like, that's the leap of faith because it's so scary to do. And then the same day he just went and jumped off of it. <laughs> and then like, like, okay, we need a new leap of faith. And so we made it like that big drop behind Jen's deli. And we're like, that's the new right. leap of faith. And he's like, okay. And like, he did it the same day again. Like he would just right. throw himself. It's crazy. Yeah. He, he was, he was definitely the first crazy person that, that we skated with. I remember thinking like, this is a guy that, just started but he is absolutely just like hucking himself off his stuff and he would he would eat it really really hard sometimes too but he would land stuff and it was like holy crap like this dude just started and yeah he like 180 the leap of faith and like was grinding handrails and you know which again we all played off of each other it was like all right well here's this guy doing stuff like let's yeah. up to the next level here we go you know yeah. and that's yeah. probably around the time when we started getting injured as, as well yeah because yeah, then Tyler um, was a little bit older than us and um, he got a car we met Garrett um, Garrett and Parker started skating with us you know Parker always had his you know nice shiny helmet on um, but <laughs> Garrett got and then Garrett was older and he had a car and that's when you know yeah. Um, going from Josh, who was in it, you know, in and out, and, old, and you know, he was, I think, a senior by that time in high school. We were freshmen, um, but then having like Tyler and Garrett, who were close to our age but could drive, like we started going to places like the Nike Center, and we could drive to Middletown on our own or like whatnot. I feel like that was a new, another like unlocked level for us um, to having access, regular access to a car and go places. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, yeah, having, being able, and it amazes me that back then, I mean, I think the most complex kind of um, internet map access we had was MapQuest, yeah. but we would get on these message boards and we would figure out where a spot might be, mm-hmm. and then we would just go try to find it. And yeah. I remember Lasanaville was a big one, and those I still don't understand those those rails at the uh, the the lake where Dillon Lake, Dillon Lake, and so yeah, we would we would go on these adventures. We had friends that drove, and we had just enough technology to kind of get us in the general area, and yeah. which would always lead us on other adventures. And um, yeah, so having friends, you yeah. know, that drove and older friends and everything to get us there and we made it happen. I'm curious, you know, kind of playing off that, um, it seemed, you know, the way I think about skating now is I think about those things like B Mag message board, which was kind of like 
social media for skaters at that time. Yeah. And like you said, you build the connections and then we would mm -hmm. film and take, like we had digital cameras and we were making videos um, before like anyone now, like TikTok and Instagram, like everyone makes videos, but like, I remember right. us doing video projects at school um, and making skate videos like before anyone did that stuff or we had yeah. prosperity. We did the clothing company and like came up with our stuff on, on that. But um, I feel like I picked up so much from skating, got so much exposure that taught me things about life that like I never learned in mm -hmm. school. We had a, we had a website, not just the prosperity website, but we had a 1911 eight skate crew website that we like yeah. updated. Like, so what, are there any of those kinds of things that you feel like skating exposed you to or taught you about in life that you think are still relevant or that you still use today? Um, most definitely. And in terms of using those message boards, I think from a social perspective, the amount of people that we met or, you know, the neighborhoods or cities we would go to to skate in and that, that um, aspect of rollerblading uh, has a huge or had a huge impact and still does on, you know, um, you know, my sense of, you know, like wanting to travel, being able to meeting new people, um, you know, use how we use those message boards to communicate and find new spots, meet new people, um, filming the, you know, and not even the skate videos, we would film short videos sometimes of other stuff. And um, all of all of that, you know, and nowadays having a record of our teenage years that we can access online is is amazing. But it most definitely impacted kind of uh, me on a social level, 100 yeah. percent. I mean, yeah, no doubt at all. Yeah, it's even interesting, you know, because then our crew, you know, started to expand and we started to get people like Zane joined and the crew from um, Wilton, or from uh, Washington Courthouse, then Matt Hornick and then Chris Matt Dickey, Hornick, yeah. you know, and then eventually um, Ben became part of the crew. And we yeah. had, you know, even though we were like the Wilmington crew, like really it was kind of all around that, that vicinity, like within a 50 mile radius of Wilmington, like we all just got together, you know, we met the Cincinnati people, we met the, you know, um, Ryan Benner and the, the nonsense crew up um, yeah. in Dayton. And um, right. yeah, like built those connections with people. Um, so that's another one I want to ask you about. So is Matt Hornick. When we met Matt, um, you know, we met, I think we met Matt through Zane, right? Um, I think is the way I remember I, it. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a little little foggy, but I think that that was the connection. Yeah, I remember the thing. I just remember meeting Matt, and the first day I can recall meeting him was um, again at the welfare ledge, like where we met everybody <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Um, that was and he, spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he did a zero spin down the welfare gap, and I was like, okay, like this guy's like pretty legit. Um, yeah. He had Shima threes or something, but yeah. 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 Yep. And yeah, he always had like, I don't know, we would always stay at his place. He always had like the best snacks. Yeah. And Matt was kind of like an interesting guy because he, he, it took a while for him to kind of like warm up. You know what I mean? Like he was kind of reserved, but he was like a really good skater. Yeah. And, um, and then, you know, he added a lot to the crew and that was, you know, that was another connection. Yeah. 
that you know had had an impact on us yeah i mm -hmm. i always felt like matt the way i think of him was i feel like he was almost like he almost like became the glue that held everybody together as we like expanded out you know he was always um i remember him like always calling or always trying to set up a session or like he was the person that if you wanted to skate and no one else wanted to he would skate like yeah. or he or even when like I moved eventually down um, and moved to college in Cincinnati, like he was the guy that would drive down and skate with me or pick me up or whatnot. I just always felt like he, he became that glue that held us together. Most definitely. And he was all, I think he was always very serious about like film and filming. Yeah. And if you ever wanted to film or, you know, or discuss, you know, a section, or you wanted a cool shot or something, you know, I feel like Matt was like always there. Um, and he was adventurous too, you know? So uh, yeah, I think Matt being the glue is, is very accurate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to hit you with a couple quick fire questions and then yeah. I'm going to see if I can pull up this section. We can watch it. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Cool. All <laughs> right. Um, real quick, top of mind. What was the most memorable trick that you ever did? You know, uh, okay, so I right off the top of my head, when I fakie 360 off of that person's porch, like yeah. over the bush, I yep. remember I did it like on a whim, and I remember Josh was like, oh my God, like he like freaked yeah. out, and it was, it like, I just felt like so cool after I did it. It was just yeah. an adrenaline rush. Josh cheering for me and yeah. you were just like, you know, yeah. like blown away. That it, was a good one. Because <laughs> the landing was on those like bricks, if you remember. Yeah, it was the brick. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Really the choppy bricks, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised I even could land on it at all. Yeah. But it worked out. I remember that too. I felt like... Um, I remember that session in that day, like, and I kind of remember it as like the point where I was like, okay, like Travis is like hit, like escalating and hitting his peak and taking it to a new level. Um, that's what I remember about that. No, totally. And it was around that time, I think for me, when I started doing that kind of stuff, it was taking it to, to that next level, doing gaps that I didn't think I could do, hitting rails I didn't think I could hit yeah. and so on and so forth. We all started pushing each other for yep. sure. Cool. yeah what were your favorite pair of skates that you ever skated that's a tough one um i i want to say i really did like those usds uh that i had i don't even remember albert who was, was that what they were it was black yeah. with the US yes. MW, yep. the yes the diamond frames yep. i loved those skates I had a lot of fun on them uh you know so off the top of my head I would I would go with those I did a lot of tricks on, with those skates that I'm proud of to this day yeah. um and so I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll go with those all right um what was your <laughs> favorite skate brand coming up any rollerblading brand any rollerblading brand uh, I mean you know not a big surprise I think my game was 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 up there yeah. um but there but there was a progression you know with like 50 50 senate mm -hmm. you know kind of early on and then uh you know so it, that's apparel in film but yeah mind game they i think they really brought a lot yeah. to the table for me and for us so what was your favorite skate video of all time 
Skate video, uh, whew. okay, let's see. That was probably um, VG, oh my gosh, what one was it? California Dreamin', dude. G11, California Dreamin'. Yeah. yeah. Definitely that, because that was absolutely, absolutely VG11, no doubt, because yeah. that was when we were getting, again, we were getting serious. We saw these guys skating out in California. It was cool, it was amazing. We wanted to be like them, and that had a heat. We would watch it over and over. We probably, I think, we burned out who knows how many VHS tapes. Yeah, you know that had it copied or original. Yep. California think, Dreaming. Yes. Yeah, I I put it on my. I have burned it to a DVD, and it was like a co a VHS copy from the original. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Video groove. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. What was your worst fall skating? That uh, breaking my arm, I think that one uh, physically and mentally was the worst. I mean, I never, I was always afraid it was going to happen. I didn't expect it to happen on the grind. It happened, you know, uh, with, I was, it was shocking and it took a lot of recovery time and it changed the way I skated. So I would say uh, that was breaking both my radius and ulna on my yeah. right arm on video which was makes it pretty okay <laughs> yeah yeah and you, then you had the the pins like i still I did, yeah. like i was trying so i was showing gwen you know my four-year-old that video oh, and so yeah. um which she was like i want to watch travis break his arm <laughs> like she literally <laughs> <laughs> or, um, but i was trying to explain to her why you had the pins and she kept like well why didn't you have because she you know she broke her arm um and that's right yeah so yep. she's like how come he had pins and not a cat like why did they give you those pins instead of a cat so um at my age my bones were not setting uh as they should they were kind of sliding back out of place so after they did the x-ray uh my my bones had not actually started to heal they had just kind of slid out of line so at that age the best way to uh to actually fix the broken arm was to uh screw it together hmm, so that gotcha. was four screws and a pin and and then it healed so i still have the scars but it yeah healed. yeah learn from all right cool <laughs> yeah. well i'm gonna try my best i'm gonna see if this works if you can okay. see my screen and we'll watch um we're gonna watch one of your sections um so i've pre-picked it hopefully you're okay with this section yeah, that yeah whatever it is let's do it <laughs> all right can you see my screen yeah all right cool well this is it and basically as you're watching if anything pops into your mind any memories or whatnot just shout it out and uh go go with it okay ready cool let's all do right. it here we go oh yeah that was getting in trouble by the cop security that happened all the time, but it never stopped us. Yeah. Why'd uh, you kick Eminem? You know, I, this song had like a sense of kind of rebellious energy and I remember connecting with it. Yeah. So I haven't watched this video, this section in a long time. Those ledges were fun. Yeah. I remember finding those in Lebanon and thinking yeah. they were just like dream wedges. Yeah. There we go. Oh, caught one there. It's funny seeing our, our kind of our style and our fashion 
Yeah. We used to just wear the baggiest, loosest clothes that we could find. This was uh this was a this was a pretty scary gap. There's you remember that crack? There's a huge crack. Yeah. And right the road sucked too. Laney yeah, the road is terrible. It was like pretty much like gravel. Yeah, yeah. I think we endured like a lot of really bad conditions like growing up in the Midwest and like creating yeah. some of these spots. Uh that was a three sixty soul. That was that was a fun little set. Yeah, so I think I was probably, what, we were like 15, 15? 15 turns 16, I think, in this. Yeah, the El Dorado Rail, which actually kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember, it was like, it was just a really crappy run up, and that was so fun. Cracks everywhere. It was just low. Yeah. That's the only good thing it was, about it. It was, it was like above ankle high, like yeah. barely. Yeah, those, the welfare ledges are not there anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they it's all down. like it's done. Yeah. Oh, that was a they tore this out that too. That that place, like right after we oh, found really? it. That was a cool little rail. Do you remember skating in Lima that day with those guys that we met? And it was just like the guy doing the flips and stuff. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we always met characters like that. You know what I mean? Like it was. It's just thinking back, like. We, we hung out with all these like kind of motley crews of people. Um, yeah. I remember that. That was, a, that was a fun little spot right there. There's the welfare again. Barely pulled that off. Some of this stuff though, you know, I mean, it's definitely impressive that, that we all were doing. Not your again, wrist guard, like in most of these clips from after breaking your arm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I remember I had, and it's, I still have some, um, it's like my tendons are kind of inflamed on my right arm. Oh, is this it? The final 180? Yeah. That, that stair set was pretty serious. I remember I think the 180 was the best I could do, but yeah. that was a good time. A little blast from the past. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, I remember that's, I think that's um, when I really remember that we had the first defeating improbability video um, that mm -hmm. we rolled out with and you know, that was fun and just kind of like random stuff them together. But I feel like justified disobedience um, was like our first real, like, let's go make a skate video like type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. We had well-defined sections, good editing, yeah. bigger tricks we had definitely taken the next step up in you know our our skill level so yeah yeah, yeah that's what i i remember about it um cool well what what kind of uh what words of wisdom or advice would you provide to any up-and-coming skaters or new somebody who's thinking about getting into skating what would you say to them yeah i would say uh you know to uh, just to enjoy yourself, um, to, you know, to be, to be adventurous, you know, to not be afraid to kind of push the limits a little bit if, if you're comfortable with it and, um, you know, meet new people and, uh, and yeah, and connect with friends and, and, uh, and be excited because, you know, it's, it's definitely kind of a conduit to meet 
you know, you're going to meet new people. You're going to have fun experiences. You're going to maybe be uncomfortable at times, but you're going to push through it and, uh, and, and come out kind of, uh, stronger and, and with a, with a new, uh, you know, activity. So yeah, I think that would be like in a nutshell, what, what I would tell someone, you know, coming up as a new rollerblader. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, cool. So, well, awesome, Travis. Thanks for uh, walking down memory lane with yeah, me. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, before we close it out, any other like last minute words of wisdom or shout outs you want to give to anybody? Yeah, you know, um, just a shout out to to anyone that will watch this. Any of our friends that influenced me, you know, we that had, you know, that we shared experiences with. Um, definitely had every bit of an impact on on who I am today and for that I am forever grateful so even if we haven't spoken to each other in years I'll never forget you and I'm I'm happy that we grew up skating together yeah awesome thanks Travis appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with me absolutely I hope to do it again soon cool